Our text this morning is Matthew chapter 13. Let's take a look at this video that speeds through the whole chapter. One day, Jesus went out and sat by the sea. Large crowds of people gathered around him, so he got into a boat and sat down. All the people stood on the shore. Then Jesus told the people parables, or stories, to teach them about the kingdom of God. Jesus' disciples asked him, why do you teach in parables? Jesus answered, not everyone will understand the hidden truths about the kingdom of heaven. Jesus reminded them about some of the words spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Some people look, but they do not see. They hear, but they do not listen or understand. Jesus made these prophecies come true. Jesus said, you are blessed because you do understand. Jesus told a parable, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a man planted in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it grows taller than the garden plants. It becomes a tree and the birds come and build nests in its branches. Jesus continued, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven or yeast that a woman mixed into 50 pounds of flour. The leaven makes the dough rise. Jesus told another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field that a man found. He reburied it and then he joyfully sold everything he had and bought that field. Then Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. When he found one priceless pearl, he went and sold everything he had and bought it. Finally, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a large net thrown into the sea. It collected every kind of fish, and when it was full, the fishermen dragged it ashore, sat down, and gathered the good fish into containers. But they threw out the worthless ones. Jesus said at the end of time, God will separate people who trust in him from those who don't. When Jesus finished teaching the crowds, he left that place and went to Nazareth. The kingdom of God is growing in the world. This kingdom is valuable and worth giving everything for. While we wait for Jesus to return and fully set up his kingdom, we carry out the mission of telling others about King Jesus, who rescues sinners. Matthew chapter 13, verse 33, I'm just going to pick out one of those parables that Jesus talks about. He told them another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven or yeast that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leavened. The kingdom of heaven. This idea of the kingdom of heaven, the reign of God, the world put right happens in mysterious ways. And so God, through his parables, through these parables in Matthew 13, teach us about different facets, different angles of how the kingdom of heaven comes to be and comes into our life. Now, some of those parables have to do with sorting uh, the good from the bad. And it's important to remember, uh, boys and girls and moms and dads and grandpas and grandmas, that the good and bad isn't based on our behavior but it's based on our faith. If you have faith, you trust in the promise of Jesus, then you are good and in the kingdom of God. If you don't have faith, those are the bad that are sorted out and judged. But this parable doesn't talk about the good or the bad. This parable has everything to do with the fact that God's gift of grace is for absolutely everyone. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. So there's this three measures of flour. Well, how much is three measures of flour? Three measures of flour is roughly 50 pounds of flour. That is a whole lot of flour. When I was in college, one of the jobs that I had was working for Archer Daniels Midland ADM flour company. And so we would work in the grain elevator. The big trucks and semis would come in, dump the grain, and then we'd store the grain in great big elevators until it was time to mill it into flour. And it would start in the mill at the very top floor and slowly make its way through grinders and sieves and filters until it got to the final first floor and it was flour. And there in that first floor, we would take the flour and fill it into 50-pound bags. And from those 50-pound bags, we'd throw onto pallets, and those pallets we'd throw onto railroad cars. A 50-pound bag, when you've been throwing it around all day long, is incredibly heavy. And it's a lot of flour. So this woman is making a huge, huge amount. And then she adds leveling agents, like yeast. Now, yeast is a really, really interesting organism, right? So yeast, in that flour, it eats sugars and starches. It eats those things, and after you eat something, you have to eliminate something, right? And so one of the things that yeast eliminates in this fermentation process is carbon dioxide. That carbon dioxide that's released, just like the air that we exhale, that carbon dioxide in the dough causes bubbles of carbon dioxide to build up. And that's what makes the bread rise. So if you think about it, this is kind of disgusting. The fact that your bread rises is because yeast is literally farting out gas. So think about that next time you eat a donut. You are eating yeast fart. I also, I got permission to say fart by Megan. Yeah. <laughs> and so this yeast works throughout the bread dough until all of the bread dough is leavened. Right, that's, that's the kingdom of God. What we learn from this parable about God's kingdom, about God's reign, about the world put right, is that His grace and His gospel is spread out into all the world. Now, those of us who receive that gift, who trust and believe in it, we are that bread that rises and transforms and becomes something new than just flat bread. We're bread that is full of life. And we rise up in our communities and where we are and in our homes. We long to have this gospel yeast in our lives that transforms who we are into something new. And just like Jesus was the light of the world and he also says to us, you also are the light of the world, we are to go out into our neighborhoods, into our schools, into our places of work and think of yourself as yeast, as something who comes into it with the gospel of Jesus Christ and doesn't leave things the same, but you bring change into it, that you can rise up the neighborhood around you, the community around you, the home around you to let the gospel of Jesus Christ transform you. And through you, let God transform your community. This is a amazing thought that the gospel of Jesus Christ is for absolutely everyone. And he uses you as his yeast in this community 
to spread that yeast and leaven this whole community. Imagine, imagine this, an entire community coming alive to the power of life in Christ. That's the power of the gospel. That's the power of Jesus. That's the power that God infuses into you every time you hear the word of God, every time you receive his sacraments, every time you remember your baptism, he is infusing you with more and more of his Holy Spirit, rising you up, transforming you into the person, the man and woman of God he desires you to be until that one day when he finally comes and the kingdom of God, the world put right, will be in all its fullness, all because something small like a little tiny piece of yeast spreads out for everyone. The one man, fully God, fully human, Jesus Christ, and his sacrifice on the cross has spread out into your life and transformed. Would you please pray with me? Heavenly Father, we praise you for who you are, for the fact that one person, Jesus Christ, came into this world and radically transformed it. You come into our hearts and you radically transform who we are. And this message is not just for us, but for all the world, for those who are different from us, those who are opposed to us. God, your love and your grace is for all of them. Help us communicate to them your great love that transforms. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen.